Hello, my friends, and welcome to Grow the Goodness in You. I am your host, Quiggy. I am a self-realization coach and a meditation teacher, and it is an honor and a pleasure to have you here listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for giving me your ears and your attention. It is my mission with this podcast to inspire the best in you, to help you take responsibility for your own health, for your own healing, for your own happiness, something I think we all are capable of and all deserving of. And ultimately, I want to make the world a better place, and that starts with the individual. So when you prioritize the health and well-being of your own inner world, it naturally spills over into the world around you. So thank you for being here. Thank you for taking this time for yourself to listen along, uh, to grow, to heal, or to just be curious. Uh, Hopefully, this is inspiring to you, and you have a good time. I'd like to invite you wherever you are to take a moment to pause. If it's available to you, uh, of course, if you're driving or operating machinery, I like to joke, please don't stop what you are doing. Um, If you're walking, you can absolutely stop and just stand still for a moment. If you're seated, of course, this is uh, easiest that way. Um, If it feels good, you can close your eyes and just take a few deep breaths into the nose and out through the mouth into the nose and out through the mouth and one more big deep breath just like that into the nose and out through the mouth and then just letting go of any need to control or influence your breath and as much as possible letting go of the need to control or influence Uh, events or circumstances that are going on in your life so really just taking a moment to pause and arrive into the present moment putting down whatever's happened before this moment today and putting down as much as possible whatever's coming up for you just arriving into your body with a an energy of curiosity and care Just noticing what it feels like to be in your body right now. Feeling your feet on the ground. Feeling your legs and your back in the chair if you're seated. And noticing any sounds around you. Noticing your breath. Breathing all on its own. And just inviting a sense of calm, a sense of ease, a sense of receptivity. In your own time, you can open your eyes and tune into the conversation we're going to have today, which is about a topic that I think is really relevant in our culture right now, and it is what I would like to think is a problem with 
the often discussed concept of work-life balance. So the issue I see here is that the language of work-life balance inherently perpetuates an idea of separation, that when we're working, we are not living. And when we're not working, we are alive and living our life. And yes, maybe that's very particular, and yet language is important. Words have energy. They have meaning to the way that we relate to the world around us. And so though this may be very subtle, I do think it is an important conversation to have, especially so in a, in a culture right now where I think many of us can relate to the feeling of uh, working as a means to an end. Uh, I think that there is a push in the way that we are educated and the way that we are um, encouraged to get into the workforce to really think about financial security as the end all be all the most important thing for us to focus on and i think for many of us that encourages a one-size-fits-all approach that is not necessarily authentic for many of us i certainly can relate to that feeling coming um, out of my college experience feeling like damn i don't know if this is really right for me i want to explore and try something new and i was very fortunate to be able to explore in my 20s to be a segway tour guide to work in a hostel um, and to you know teach english abroad and eventually to come here to this point where, where coaching feels really aligned and authentic to me i think for many of us uh, the push the pressure the expectation is to jump right into a uh, career, whether or not it really feels right or good for us. And so I know that there are many of us out there who are um, living sort of a lie, working, um, feeling like this is what they're supposed to be doing. And yet somewhere deep in our heart on the inside, we're not in the right place. And so that's why this is so, so important, because I think that um, many of us are operating under those parameters. And so um, here we are at work, using work as a means to an end to be able to afford life. And I just think that that's problematic because at the end of the day, if we're working on average a 40 hour work week, that adds up to about a quarter of our life, you know? And I know many of us are, are working many more hours that, than that. And if you count commuting, um, if we're not alive when we're working, we're wasting a lot of our precious life. And I wanna promote uh, a different way of approaching it. So ultimately, I believe that it's possible and within reach for all of us as a society to find work that is meaningful for us, that brings us joy, uh, that brings us a sense of purpose. I think that that's um, something to aspire to as a culture. And so if you are perhaps in that position where you are kind of getting fed up with where you're at and it doesn't feel aligned and you're curious about shifting gears, this conversation is uh, hoping to encourage that in you. And yet I know that that is not necessarily possible for everybody currently. For, for many of us in the world today, work truly is a means to an end in order to support ourselves, in order to support our livelihoods, in order to support our families. And so, in recognizing that uh, a career change or uh, entrepreneurial, creative, 
empowering journey is not necessarily right for everyone. Something I'd also like to propose is just to breathe a little bit more life into our work. I'm super inspired by seeing people at times, you know, especially living abroad in Vietnam where people were were um, living under uh, much less, um, I think, pleasurable circumstances than, than many of my um, peers in, in the West, and yet they had big smiles on their faces. It seemed as if they were present with what they were doing. They were alive, um, and not everybody, but many of them were alive while they were at work. And I, and I see this here, for example, in the supermarkets. You know, you, you see some of these um, jobs that people have that, you know, maybe are, are pretty um, boring and repetitive and, and not um, immediately uh, speaking to a sense of purpose or meaning. And yet people do it with big smiles. They do it with intention and care. And so I know it's possible Wherever you are, whatever you're doing for work, it is very possible to breathe more life into what you do. So even if perhaps the, you know, the long-term goal is to shift out of what you are doing now into something that feels more aligned, it's very possible today to start uh, feeling more alive while at work. And that really comes down to a sense of gratitude, a sense of intention. Um, coming back to language. Uh, I think, you know, again, work-life balance is, you know, inherently perpetuating that idea of separation. Um, perhaps just balance is a better way to look at it. Perhaps work-play balance is a better way to look at it. Bringing a sense of gratitude and intention into what you do is very possible. One of the ways that you can do that is through uh, language. A little trick like this. A to-do list has the energy of, oh, I have to do this. And I think many of us have a to-do list at work. Even shifting our language to a get to-do list. Doesn't that energy shift in the way that we approach that? Uh, doesn't that offer more of an invitation rather than a sense of burden? So that's a little shift that you can take in your work today. Uh, I also encourage you to maybe take a moment to just take stock of your intentions. Why am I here? What long-term purpose, maybe what long-term stepping stone is this affording me? How can I bring that intention and that love and joy into my work today? So while everybody has a different situation here, there is no one-size-fits-all approach to how to uh, breathe more life into work, how to find better balance. So I want to leave you with a few reflection questions that can help you navigate uh, where you're at right now and how you can um, spend this quarter uh, of your life um, with more presence and with more joy and appreciation. So first question, what is my current relationship with work? Do I find meaning in what I do or is it just a means to an end? What type of work would be most aligned with my strengths, with my passions, with what I care about? What kind of work could make a positive impact on the world around me? And or how can I breathe more life into my work today, wherever I'm at? In summary, I do believe that it's possible for all of us in this world to find work that feels really good for us and hopefully 
makes a positive impact on the world around us. I think they come hand in hand when we do things that are aligned with our highest good, with our passions, with our strengths. Naturally, that's going to spill out into a positive impact uh, in the world around us. And yet I understand that that's not necessarily where we're all at right now. So this conversation, uh, I hope to just inspire sort of a dialogue with yourself, with your peers about uh, what's possible for you, what your future could look like. Uh, and, and even more important or, or equally importantly, um, just how to live a little bit more fully with what you do in what you do today. Of course, if you are interested in making a career shift or you're uh, already in the process of it, or if you just want to, um, you know, find a better relationship with your, with your current work, um, I would love to help you. Uh, that's something that my coaching can really support you in doing. Uh, if you're interested, please reach out. Otherwise, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being curious. Thank you for showing up for yourself and uh, ultimately for the world around you. You know, when you, again, you know, I repeat this over and over and over and over again, because this is my message. When you take care of yourself, you're inherently taking care of the world around you because a healthy, happy, uh, healed you, your best self, naturally contributes to the world around you just by, by being good energy. And, you know, if we're talking about what that looks like um, in form, you know, we naturally do things that help the world around us. So, so much love and gratitude. Appreciate you. If you like this episode, please um, review it, share it with a loved one who you think this would positively impact, have a conversation um, with a loved one who you think this would have a positive impact on. And uh, I'll see you in a couple weeks for episode four. Thanks.